not off. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Hey, hey. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guy, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, congratulations are in order because the Denver Nuggets in five games beat the Miami Heat on their home court in Colorado. I mean, it was a slugfest in that game Monday night, Mojo. But at the end of the day, the Nuggets had the best player in the world. For my money right now in uh, Nikola Jokic, he scores 28 points, but on 12 of 16 shooting, grabs 16 rebounds. The guy was unstoppable. He was unstoppable the entire playoff series. They end up going 16-4, and four, Mojo. They lose just one game, of course, game two uh, of the finals at home and just a dominant performance uh, during the playoffs. Now, he may be the best basketball player on the floor, what he is not, maybe not the greatest celebrator that we've ever seen. Watch the Joker talking with Lisa Salter after the game, and the dude just wants to go home. Now you are an NBA champion, Nicola. How does that feel? It's good. It's good. The job is done. We can go home now. <laughs> you just won your very first NBA Finals, Denver's. Your city, your team, first ever NBA Finals. You are the MVP. You are the best player in the league, hands down. Not too many people would even try to argue that point. And this is your statement. No motivational speech, no words that will be etched into history and repeated for generations to come. <laughs> We had a very Bill Belichick-esque statement after the game. This guy parties as hard as Bill Belichick does. I'll put that one out there. But I, but I loved it. Maybe he was just trying to be humble, um, staying in inside the Joker character and, and personality. Well, but well, I got to be. I think this is just how he is as a person. I mean, if you listen to to people who know a Jokic talk, they'll tell you he doesn't care about big houses or fancy cars. You're not going to see him driving a Bugatti around Los Angeles. That's just not the kind of guy he is. The guy, he likes horses, um, and he sort of just hangs around in Serbia and rides in his buggy as a horse pulls him around, despite the fact that the guy is work. I mean, there he is right there. I mean, this is, this is really the kind of guy he is and, and what he likes to do and what he has fun doing. So I, I think he's, I think he means it. I don't even think he's necessarily trying to be humble when he says, Hey, I just want to go home now. I think that's what he wants to do. I don't think there's going to be trips <laughs> in Vegas or any, any, you know, crazy party and popping bottles. We're just going to go home and chill. Mojo, I will say this, though. He did, and perhaps he had a little bit of drink. Uh, I don't know that, but uh, Nicola did loosen up a little bit, had some fun with his fellow star teammate, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray went for a little dip in the pool. Watch this. <laughs> so now we're having some fun. There we go. That's the celebration we've been waiting for. We had to wait a little bit for it, but we got it. This this is acceptable as a professional party rocker myself. I'll I'll allow this one. I was a little upset by what I had seen until this point, but Joker came through big at the end, so I'm with it. I'm glad no one uh, got hurt falling into that pool. Yep. We've, we've seen that happen before. 
for it too, but I'd like it. A little wrestling style body slam into the pool. I'm with it. Yeah, Mojo approved. I'll tell you who else is probably happy, Mojo. Drake. Uh, Drake, and he may have just ended the Drake curse, which if people know, uh, Drake uh, tends to root for teams and they happen to lose. So Drake placed two big bets, Mojo, that he hit on both. So not only did he take the Nuggets to win the series outright, which they obviously did, but he uh, accurately predicted that the uh, Nuggets would win the series in five games. And because of that, Drake ended up profiting $830,000. That's on top of the money that he actually laid down for the bet. So, uh, you know, while uh, Joker might not be drinking and partying, I can guarantee you last night Drake was. All right, we're going to stick with the Denver Nuggets as Edward joins us. Look, like Mojo said, this was uh, a gigantic occasion in Denver because it was the first title that the Nuggets have ever won. And because of that, as fans do when their team wins a championship, they went out into the streets and they were celebrating, having a great time. But Edward, unfortunately, things took a violent turn last night in Denver. Yeah, at around 12.30 a.m., which is about three hours after the Nuggets game ended, police say gunfire erupted uh, kind of near one of the biggest celebrations mm. uh, about a mile from Ball Arena. At the time, it appeared to be horrifying because all we hear when we hear mass shooting or gunfire is maybe it's a terrorism attack, maybe it's right. something, something heinous. Cops said it all appeared to stem from a drug deal gone wrong. So mm. it was not some sort of planned, coordinated okay. attack. This was not something more sinister than, than what it appeared to be. But that all being said, it still was very, very bad. Ten people were injured, and according to cops, five or six people had nothing to do with the altercation oh, no. whatsoever. They say it was only about four or five people that were involved in this drug deal, and they say it appears to be a drug deal gone bad because they found fentanyl at the scene, oh. they said there was cash at the scene, they said there was firearms at the scene. That is what they currently believe. Now, two people are currently in custody, but it's unclear what their role in the shooting was. They're still investigating it all. Uh, like I said, ten people are injured, but fortunately doctors said all ten are now upgraded to fair condition. Five still remain in the hospital. So, again, this is a very, very serious incident. Uh, uh, and uh, cops are still trying to make heads or tails of it all. But uh, Yeah, they're, they're especially, you know, you, you go out and you're having what you think is going to be one of the most fun nights of your life. And, and then to get caught up innocently, uh, allegedly, of course, in something like that, that's horrible. You feel horrible for the people who are injured. And obviously, we wish them a speedy recovery. But that's scary, scary stuff, Mojo. Absolutely. I mean, that's is a terrible situation made worse by, you know, to, to your point that this is probably one of the best nights in, in the history of Denver, Colorado, the for Nuggets sure. winning for the first time. Think about all those lifelong fans that have been waiting for this moment for years to finally have it. And then something like this yeah. happens and just ruins everybody's night. Innocent people got shot, whether it was related to the game whatsoever or not, it doesn't really make a difference no. just terrible and i hate to say it but it's almost something you got to be prepared for in situations like this these situations are unfortunately all too common anytime there's a good thing going on a big event a big win there's almost always a negative nasty side of it too you got to hope and pray it's never this bad in involving gunshots but uh man terrible i almost like you got to be prepared when you're the cops for good things to happen more so than bad. Mojo, Ronda Rousey went beast mode on 
beast mode. Yep, Roger Rousey and Marshawn Lynch are both on a uh, new hit Fox show called Stars on Mars, essentially simulating actually living on a different country mojo. Bunch of big celebrities in, in uh, addition to those two. You've got Richard Sherman, you've got Lance Armstrong, and a bunch, of, again, of other really big stars. Well, uh, on the show, Ronda Rousey, of course, now is this big-time WWE superstar. She actually wrestled with Marshawn Lynch, who, of course, one of the best football players of our generation. And would you believe it? Ronda kicked his ass. Watch this. Oh, you want to fight for baseman? All right. Oh, my God. Are they serious? My money's on Ronda. I got him on that. I got him. I'm going to get Ronda won, of course. <laughs> they were really going at it, Mojo, and uh, Ronda Rousey at the end there. She hit him with uh, her patented arm bar, which she had finished so many UFC opponents with, Mojo. And I'll tell you what, Marshawn's lucky to get out of there with two working arms. Babcock, this is my favorite story of the day, and the NBA Finals <laughs> concluded last night. <laughs> what does that say? Two of my favorite people are Ronda Rousey and Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Definitely my favorite two people. On this awesome show by Fox, I'd, yeah. I'd love to point that out as well. Yeah, it's good uh, stuff. But th this was great, man. What what a matchup, dude. Beast Mode, who did incredible things in the NFL, so hard to bring down, took just such hard hits and always came back laughing and asking <laughs> for more joking. Yeah. And then you got Ronda Rousey, the baddest woman on the planet, two times over in the UFC and the WWE. Uh, this is almost like a dream fight. I don't know if Beast Mode knew what he was signing up for when he walked into that room and started moving furniture. You knew Ronda was going to feel some type of way about it. And uh, I'm going to be honest, Babcock, I've, I've wrestled with Ronda in my time with yep. WWE. She let him off easy. That's, that's wow. what I'm going to say about that. Wow. And that's saying a lot. And Marshawn Lynch, one of the toughest, like you said, strongest athletes in the world. I completely believe it. You got off easy, Marshawn. Now, Mojo, you might think that they were fighting and it had something to do with the show. But I have another theory. I uh, believe that Ronda Rousey actually asked Marshawn if our bitch had come back. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, one of my favorite clips in TMZ Sports history. Beast, the, the world wants to know, you coming back next year? Is your bitch coming back? <laughs> I like that, I like that. So that's what the fight was actually about. <laughs> coming up next on TMZ Sports, LeBron James, not the only star with a high school hoops phenom for a son, Master P, and his basketball star playing son, Mercy Miller, going to join us next in studio to talk about Mercy's basketball career, including committing to play for one of the best college programs in the entire country. We'll have the rap mogul and Mercy Miller next on TMZ Sports. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. 
It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Uh, we're going to get right into it. we got two very special guests, obviously, Master P and uh, Mercy Miller. Mercy, one of the, uh, well, junior going into your senior year now, one of the best high school basketball players in the country, won a state title, looking to go back-to-back uh, -to -back next year at Notre Dame. Um, after high school, you have already, and, and now this is a few months old, but we haven't had a chance to talk about this, mm. Mercy, you uh, have committed to the University of Houston, one of the best schools in the entire country. They were the number one seed this year mm -hmm. going into the tournament. Um, talk to me about that decision, Mercy, and going to literally yeah. top two or three school in the entire country. Yeah, for me, uh, I just felt Houston was a place to be. I went with my dad when I was young. Uh, he was alumni, so we just yeah. went to check out a couple of games uh, every once in a while. And I just fell in love with, with, the, with the city, uh, with yeah. the team. Uh, with the atmosphere, so it was just a place I wanted to be, and uh, it was between like Houston and Duke for me when I was growing mm. up. You know, everybody loves like the blue blood yeah. schools and stuff like that. But uh, when I really went to Houston, I really fell in love with it. So then, uh, when they offered me Coach Kelvin Sampson, yeah. he was a great guy. The connection was there, so I just felt you know might as well just just wrap it up and get this over. Right. With. So you yeah. kind of knew that that was the spot all along. Yeah, I knew. I knew it was the yeah. spot I wanted to go. How about uh, him going to your school, P? I mean, I was shocked uh, because he always wanted to go to Duke. Yeah. And um, when the coach left Duke, and then he was like, "Dad, I'm, I'm I made up my mind." Yeah. And uh, Coach Calvin Sampson is he's a straight up guy. Like he don't give you nothing. He's all about helping you get better. Right. And my son is a hard worker, so I'm like, "This the place you want to go." He want to learn from somebody that 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 know the game mm -hmm. and can help him get to the next right. level. So for us, education is so important. Right. So going to University of Houston, I feel like it's a great choice, and uh, I know that he's gonna have a lot of fun there. Yeah. Like, for us getting ready for the next level. Right. Right. Because in in a way too, you're like you're giving him your son, right? And he's yeah. He, he's you're not gonna be there all the time, so that that's big too. And. He's Samson straight shooter. I mean, the guy's a legendary coach, obviously. Nah, he's he's one of the best. Him. He's one of the yeah. best. I mean, he, yeah. he he recognized Mercy talent from 10th grade. Wow. So he walked so you in had the been gym. talking to him for Yeah, ninth grade years. summer. Ninth really? really? yeah. grade really? summer. Yeah. Wow. Ninth grade summer. And he said yeah. that he he'd been around a lot of special players, some of the top players in the world. And he said the way he felt about Mercy was only like three other players that he felt like that about when wow. he seen them. So I think when you're planning and you know what you want out of life, that I mean, Mercy almost mature. He played varsity his eighth grade year. Right. 
Uh, so he's been playing Boston a long time. Yeah. And uh, I just think that he put the work in. Yeah. Even though we don't get caught up into the rankings and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, that, that was Kevin Sam. Look, I mean, look at the NBA Finals the other day. He yeah. practiced with a bunch of those guys. Wow. Gordon. Yeah. Uh, KCP. Mm. All those guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's been practicing with them for years. And the, it's about putting the work in. Right. Our whole thing is... You know, everybody say practice make you perfect. Yeah. But what 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 practice for us is? Practice makes progress. So yeah. yeah. And we gotta, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Keep gotta. getting progress. Keep keep getting better every yeah. day. And that's what yeah. it's about. So that's what you know. For me, Merce is one of the best shooters in the game right yeah. now in high school. But what I love about him, he's one of the best defensive players. Yeah. And he could jump. He had athletic. So yeah. Like he got a lot of good things going for him. And I think that the world is really about to get a chance to feel him. He's gonna get better and better. Did. Samson, Kevin Sampson tell you who the other three players were that he was uh, that he was impressed with? I mean, it was like LeBron James. Uh, yeah, Westbrook. And then like... Man, that's not a bad group to be yeah, a part of. Like Derrick Rose or something right? like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, it's a pretty good group to be a part yeah. of. What do you what do you guys think about the the rankings? So much is paid to the rankings. Everyone's always look. How many stars do you have? Where are you ranked? Everyone pays so much attention to that stuff. I mean, what do you think about it? Yeah, I don't like to get caught up into yeah. you know uh, it's, it's somebody's opinion at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, I feel you know if you put the work in uh, to prove everybody wrong. Yeah, that's that's my goal. That's how I look at it. Uh, you know the players players who are ranked uh, congratulate them, but you know I just feel I just got to keep working. That just builds my fire more yeah. and just just help me push. People. How about how about having uh, such a famous dad? I'm mm. sure there are advantages. Are there any yeah. disadvantages because there's a lot of pressure on you? Like you can't fly under the radar. I mean, you're nah. sitting in TMZ, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, right no, nah, I, I feel like there's no like really disadvantage to yeah. it like that. Uh, you know, I just I'm blessed to be in this position yeah. uh, with with the family I have and the dad I have. Uh, you know, sometimes I guess people could just say I do this like, and I have the opportunities I had just because my dad is yeah. who he is, but. You know, I feel like if you put the work in, uh, I put the work in, so I feel uh, right. nothing's given in this world. So, I mean, I just, I just take it for right. what it is. And the the dream is, if if you could like write this thing up, it's it's uh, to play in the league one day. Yeah, to play, yeah. play in the league, be one of the greatest to ever. Do it. Yeah, that's my goal. You know, you just want everybody wants to get there. Yeah. I want to get there and just be the best I can right. be. So not enough to just get there. Nah, you want, you want yeah. to do something once you get yeah. there. That's awesome. Congratulations on all your success. Thank yeah, you. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. A lot of people believe that Wilt Chamberlain was the most dominant basketball player to ever step foot on a basketball court. And now the jersey that the seven foot one in center wore for the 1959-1960 season, Mojo, with the Philadelphia, no, not the 76ers, they were at the time the Philadelphia Warriors. This jersey was worn by Wilt for around 50 games. It was their home jersey, and uh, unlike uh, uh, the modern-day NBA, these uh, players wore their jerseys for essentially the entire season. So this jersey worn for the regular season, for the playoffs. Uh, the uh, Warriors ended up losing in six games to the Boston Celtics. This was the start of what was the most, uh, one of the most historic NBA careers ever, though, Mojo. I mean, look, Will Chamberlain, in a lot of people's mind, he was a track star. I mean, there was nothing that this guy could not do. He was absolutely incredible, was a four-time NBA MVP, and uh, in unprecedented fashion, won the MVP as a rookie. Mojo, in that jersey, he averaged almost 38 points a game and 27 rebounds. Not in one game, 
for an entire season. Now, this thing is available on SCP auctions. It's not just the jersey. It's also the pants. Jersey has a lot of signs of wear. It even has what the auction house believes to be a bloodstain, presumably Will Chamberlain's blood. So pretty incredible stuff. It's going to end this weekend, the auction house believes, and it already is around a million and a half bucks, Mojo. They believe that this jersey could sell for over $3 million. And again, I should say jersey and shorts combined for over $3 million. Wow, baby, $3 million. Babcock, this one makes sense. You know, I always give no, my I two agree. cents on, on if these make sense or not, because some of these jerseys go for way more than right. you think they and should. And the cards, too, Mojo, which are a lot of times are just cardboard. At least this was actually worn by the man and not just one game. The fact that he wore this 50 times is pretty incredible. And has his own blood on it, Babcock. Right. Well, we, we think his, it's his blood. I mean, if it's $3 million, maybe somebody should go in there and verify right. whose blood it is. <laughs> I guess Run it could have been an opponent. It could have been an, an opposition uh, player. But b bottom line, there, there are signs that he wore this thing. And again, for the entire season, he wins the MVP. He wins the Rookie of the Year. I mean, th there are 70 NBA records that Will Chamberlain still holds. You will... People who watched him back in the day, obviously it's before our time, Mojo. People who watched Will will tell you he could score whenever he wanted to. Mojo, we have got to go. We are out of time. I know we've got a big show tomorrow, though. Absolutely, Babcock. A massive show tomorrow because as we talked about her just a few minutes ago, we are going to have the baddest woman on the planet wow. joining us tomorrow former UFC champion, current WWE champion, Ronda Rousey joins us on the show tomorrow, which will absolutely make it the best show since time.